from Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Hello there, I'm Graham, VK4BB, and this is the WIA National News for week commencing August the 4th, 2019. Back on July 28, that's last Sunday, Amateur Radio New South Wales held their regular bi-monthly Trash and Treasure event at VK2WI Dural, which was well attended on a fine mild winter's day. Part of the proceedings was a report to those assembled on the forthcoming WRC 2019 conference to be held November this year. Those providing the talk were Amateur Radio New South Wales President Matthew VK2YAP and WIA President Greg VK2GPK. They were able to inform the gathering of the benefit that the WIA has in having an amateur radio amateur representative in the Australian delegation. At the end of the presentation, Matthew, on behalf of ARNSW, presented Greg with a cheque donation for the WIA to put toward some of the expenses incurred in attending the WRC conference. Matthew explained that the trash and treasure operation raises a small return, which enables ARNSW to provide the free barbecue held on the day. It was also an opportunity to help with a donation towards an important aspect of our hobby. Whilst the donation was from the trading provided by the small number of amateurs attending these Trash and Treasure Days, there is still an opportunity for all Australian amateurs, either through their clubs or as individuals, to make a contribution towards these important international activities. Well done, Amateur Radio New South Wales. And remember, the future of the hobby depends on us all being involved. From the WIA, this is the weekly national news service originating from VK1 WIA. Hi, this is WIA Director Peter, VK8ZZ. Amateur radio exists for the purpose of self-training, intercommunication and technical investigations. To accomplish these broad objectives, amateurs must be afforded reasonable access to the spectrum from the lowest frequencies to the highest. Yet... Spectrum access is an increasingly valuable commodity. Commercial interests are willing to pay millions of dollars to access those frequencies so that they can on-sell them as telecommunications providers. The radio spectrum is so valuable that even government and military users worldwide are under great pressure to relinquish frequencies for commercial exploitation. The Australian regulatory body, the ACMA, are currently calling for submissions in relation to the proposed changes to amateur licence conditions. The ACMA have taken on board the extensive WIA proposals to amend the licence conditions which were submitted in mid-2018 and is seeking final comment and submissions on the following proposed changes. Access to digital modes by foundation licensees. Relaxation on the use of commercially manufactured equipment. Internet-connected repeater use by foundation licensees. Relaxation of permitted bandwidths. Increased power limits for licensees. And access to more bands for foundation and standard licensees. The ACMA are proposing to withdraw part of the 3.6 GHz band amateur allocation. 
the ACMA have already sold off this band to telecommunications providers to be used for the 5G expansion. The sale realised millions of dollars for the Australian government. Full details of the proposed changes are available on the WIA website. A link is available in the text version of this broadcast. The WIA is finalising a submission in support of the original proposed licence conditions determination submissions in 2018. This has been WIA Director Peter VK8ZZ. Across Australia from VK1WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service in the Northern Territory. And it can be heard on repeaters 146,900, 146,950, or and or frequencies 104.3377, 104.3377, 104.3377, 104.3377, 104.3377, 104.3377, 104.3377, 104.3377, 104.3377, 104.3377, 104.3377, 104.3377, 104.3377, 104.3377, 104.3377, 104.3377, 104.3377
Now the hunt is on for samples of matter from beyond Mars. Visit the July 24 edition of spaceweather.com. To the USA, RTTY enthusiasts and hams familiar with digital packet communications might remember HAL Communications. Their co-founder has become a silent key. Yes, the co-founder of a business known as a steady supplier of RTTY and digital communications modems, as well as terminal units and software, was one George Henry Jr., Kilo 9 Golf Whiskey Tango, who later became president of the company HAL Communications, which he ran with business partner George Perrine. George, who was known by the name Bill for his middle name, launched the company formally as a corporation at the University of Illinois. According to the company website, the business had been previously known as HAL Devices. George eventually sold his stock in the business to Barrett Communications here in Australia in 2012. Bill Henry, who died on the 17th of July, was aged 78. Millions of AMPRnet internet addresses sold to fund grants and scholarships. The proceeds from the sale of some 4 million unused consecutive AMPRnet internet addresses will fund operations of the non-profit Amateur Radio Digital Communications, ARDC, establishing a program of grants and scholarships program in support of communications and networking research, with a strong emphasis on amateur radio. The addresses sold came back out of a block of some 16 million internet addresses obtained nearly 40 years ago and devoted exclusively to amateur radio for TCP IP ham radio networking. Ownership of the addresses passed on to an informal group of hams that included KA9Q, WA6JPR Silent Key and WB6CYT. It was our unanimous decision to place one quarter of the AMPR net address space on the market and to prudently invest the proceeds of that sale in what we hope will be a perpetual endowment from which each year we will award grants and scholarships to qualified recipients who will use the funds to advance the state of communications arts, ARDC said in its statement. Finally this week to Chile, AMSAT Chile, developing Caesar 1FM digital satellites. AMSAT CE is designing and building five satellites to be used by radio amateurs around the world, which will allow a series of scientific experiments in the field of digital communications, as well as gravimetric and orbit graphic studies. Of these five satellites, one will be the engineering prototype, three will be flight units, and the remaining one will be used to check or replicate on the ground the operation of the units that are in space. Caesar 1 is of microsat technology, cube shape, 23 centimetres per edge. The satellite reception frequencies will be in the 145 MHz band for five channels and 1575 MHz for GPS. The satellite transmission frequencies will be in the 436 MHz band for two channels. Modulation will be FSK, AX25 9.6 kbps or narrowband FM. The estimated useful life is 10 years. For WIA National News, in Sydney, I'm Jason, VK2LAW. Ham radio operational news. It's a contact sport. I'm Felix, VK4FUQ. All major Australian contest rules and results are on the contest section of the WIA website wia.org.au
First this week, let's see how it all went in the recently held Trans-Tasman Contest. Hi, this is Alan BK for Sierra November with the results of the 2019 Trans-Tasman Contest. Congratulations go to first place winners. VK5, Sierra Foxtrot Alpha for single op high power. VK2, Mike Tango for single op low power. VK2, Mike Golf, single op QRP. VK2, Golf Golf Charlie for multi operator single transmitter. The operator is Cleve and Matt. And VK3, Kilo Juliet, multi operator multi transmitter. Operators for VK3's Alpha Whiskey Golf, Bravo November Radio, Golf Kilo, Kilo Juliet and Mike Hotel. Most operators reported having lots of fun and will be there again next year. Thanks to all those who sent logs in and it was good to see several ZL logs entered. Seems that a lot of city dwellers are noticing a rising QRM hindering the fun slightly. Someone even commented on hearing the neighbour's washing machine spin cycle on 40 metres. A few logger errors were noted, but nothing that couldn't be sorted by the log checker site. The biggest problem was the use of old versions of EKCL logger that are not compatible with the latest trends, and logs were then sent to me because they were rejected at the upload site. A quick fix and upload had the updated log sent to the operator in the correct format. So please remember to grab the latest version of EKCL logger before the upcoming Remembrance Day contest on the 17th and 18th of this month. All the results and certificates can be downloaded from the WI contest pages. Yes, everybody does get a certificate. Seven threes from Alan, VK4, Sierra November. Thanks, Alan. Now I'll check through our DX window and our calls to call. Spin. HB9 DXB will be in Vietnam signing XV9 DXB until at least early August. Look for him on 7019 and 14019 CW. QSL manager is EB7DX. Panama special event. Look for special event call sign H31A to be active until August 15 to commemorate the 500th anniversary of the foundation of Panama City. Activity will be on most HF bands using SSB and the digital modes RITI, PSK31 and FT8. QSL manager is HP1AVS. August. SP3PS is QRV from his holiday home in the Gambia until the 5th of August. His Gambian call sign is C5SP and he operates 26 metres on SSB and FT8. QSL via the home call SP3PS. A team of American operators will activate from St. Paul Island off the coast of Nova Scotia, Canada until the 8th of August. St. Paul Island is a separate entity for the DXCC award and the call sign to be used is CY9C. Activity will be all band CW, SSB and FT8. Liberian update. The Italian de-exhibition team will be active from Liberia between September the 28th and October the 11th using two call signs. A82X for CW and SSB, A82Z for the digital modes. Activity will be on 160 to 10 metres using CW, SSB, RITI and FT8. Japan JA. Special event station 8N7JAPAN as QRV until October 31, 2020 to commemorate the Olympic Games 2020, the Paralympics 2020 and the World Cup Games 2019. QSL via Bureau. Anniversary of the Federal Republic of Germany. Look for special event stations DM70GER 
and DL70BRD, now active until December 31st, 2019, to celebrate the 70th anniversary of the Federal Republic of Germany, which was established on May 23rd, 1949. Operations will be on CW and SSB. Celebrating its 50th anniversary, Sweden's National Society for the Active Visually Impaired is active as SF50CG throughout 2019. QSL-SM0-BYD Special call EI19RE active for 2019. The special call sign EI19RE will be active for the duration of 2019 to commemorate the establishment of the first Irish Parliament. It first met in January of 1919, following a landslide victory for the Irish Nationalists in December 1918. Skadden's Park is being honoured throughout 2019 with GB100GP. In the world of DX, amateurs in Turkey are using the special call sign TC10GITRAD to mark the 10th anniversary of the radio group GITRAD. They are on the air all year through to December 31. No cards are required. However, if you need a paper QSL card, please mail yours directly to TA7AZC. Include a stamped self-address envelope and money for postage. Happy birthday, Mr. President. Hiram Percy Maxim's 150th birthday celebration. The AWRL celebrating the 150th anniversary of the birth of AWRL's first president and co-founder, Hiram Percy Maxim, W1AW. Born on September 2, 1869. The AWL will hold an operating event to celebrate his legacy from August 31 and continue until September 8. It is open to all radio amateurs. W1AW and all AWL members will append forward slash 150 to their call signs during this event. And even operators who are AWL members but reside outside of the USA may operate as call sign forward slash 150 if permitted by the country of licence. Prefix hunters may be interested in working the special event station TM500LV. The station is on the year until October 6th and commemorates the 500th anniversary of the death of Leonardo da Vinci. QSL manager is F1IOZ. For VK1WIA National News, I'm Felix, VK4FUQ, Eddingham. From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Across Australia from VK1WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. In the Melbourne and metropolitan area and Victorian country areas, it can be heard on VK3RMM at 10.30am on Sunday mornings. I'm Peter, VK3BFG. Hello, I'm Cole, VK3GTV, with Worldwide Special Interest Group News. First up, it's digital. New Raspberry Pi 4 problem reported with certain USB-C cables. Tech Republic reports that the Raspberry Pi Foundation has confirmed that the recently released Raspberry Pi 4 will not work when powered using certain USB-C cables. The economical single-board computer is the first Pi board to use a USB-C power connection. 
Pi co-creator Eben Upton has confirmed that not every USB-C cable will work. He said the Pi 4 doesn't receive power when used with electronically marked or e-marked USB-C cables, the type used by Apple MacBooks and other laptops. A smart charger with an e-marked cable will incorrectly identify the Raspberry Pi 4 as an audio adapter accessory and refuse to provide power. Worldwide Special Interest Scripts, VHF and above, the plumber's delight. Unusual opening from Australia to Europe on 6 metres. Over the last few weeks, there's been some really good openings from Europe to Japan on 50 MHz, with many stations being worked by the FT8 digital mode. During the morning of the 24th of July this year, however, conditions were exceptional as there was a highly unusual opening on 50 MHz from Europe to Australia. The best confirmed contact on the day seems to have been between VK3ZL Victoria to EI3KD in Ireland with a distance of some 17,375 kilometres. Contacts of this type on 6 metres are usually only thought to be possible at the peak of very good sunspot cycles like back in 1989. To have it happen at the bottom of the current solar cycle is highly unusual. The standard explanation for long-distance openings like these on 50 MHz during the European summer months is that it is because of multi-hop sporadic E. However, the requirement for 8 to 9 hops to line up in a row does perhaps challenge this assumption. For more info, check out the text edition of this news segment at wia.org.au where you'll find a link to a blogspot. And speaking of 6-metre openings... In tomorrow's August 5th edition of the Radio Amateur Old Timers Club of Australia's news service, Bruce, VK3UV, will have an interesting story about openings on 6 metres between America and Australia earlier this year. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier. On July 25 this year, CAMSAT's CASB-7B satellite was successfully launched on the first orbital launch of iSpace's Hyperbolar 1 rocket. CASB is in a very low Earth orbit with an apogee of 296 kilometres and a perigree of 278 kilometres. The inclination is 42.7 degrees. At this altitude, decay is expected by August 11th. CAS-7B carries a 100 milliwatt CW telemetry beacon on 435.715 megahertz and an FM transponder with an uplink of 145.9 MHz, 16 kHz bandwidth with no tone required, and a downlink of 435.690 MHz, also with 100 milliwatts power. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, FT4 and FT8. Cuban FT8 user CO8LY records more than 60,000 contacts. Cuban radio amateur Eduardo CO8LY has made more than 60,000, yes? 60,000 FT8 contacts and requested applications for many awards and diplomas using the log of his FT8 contacts. This may be a Guinness record of a single radio amateur receiving more than 220 awards and diplomas and more are coming. The Radio Society of Great Britain Contest Committee has announced a series of contests using the new digital mode FT4. The three short-duration events on 80 metres, 3575 kHz upper sideband, are aimed at offering experience to FT4 newcomers. Organisers said as this series is experimental, there are likely to be changes as they develop experience with this mode, so please check the rules prior to each event. 
The first contest will take place on Monday, September the 2nd this year. I'm Cole, VK3GTV, and I'll leave you this week with Clive, VK6CSW, and his report on Worldwide Special Interest Groups, Radio Amateur Old Timers. Hello everyone, this is Clive, VK6 Charlie Sierra Whiskey, reminding you that the Radio Amateurs Old Timers Club of Australia's August Bulletin goes to air tomorrow. As well as the latest club news, this month we have four items for you. Two short talks on amateur radio in the marine services by Bruce, VK3UV. Moving to music by Ian Godsell, VK3JS. And operating WSJT-X by Bruce, VK3UV. This is a very interesting article about openings on six metres between America and Australia earlier this year. Full details of morning and evening broadcast times and frequencies are published on the club website www.raotc.org.au where you'll also find information about the RAOTC and membership. Everyone's most welcome to tune in and to join in the callbacks afterwards. If none of the broadcast times suit you, you can still download the audio file from our website at www.raotc.org.au at any time as from tomorrow morning. As well as this month's file, you can also download the files for the previous five months. If you do listen via the audio file, would you please take a moment to email some feedback to us? Once again, check the website for your local transmission schedule, tune in tomorrow, or download the file for the August Bulletin, and we look forward to hearing your call sign in the callbacks afterwards. 7-3 from Clive, VK6CSW. This is VK1WIA. All points of contacts from today's news stories are to be found in print when you read the web editions, www.wia.org.au. OK, we've reached that part of the news where we bring you the social scene. In VK2, Summerland Amateur Radio Club are having a Sarkfest, 8.30am, August 25. In VK4, the Sunshine Coast Amateur Radio Sunfest happens 9am Saturday, September 14 at Wombai School of Arts. Also in VK4, Townsville Amateur Radio Club's Cardwell Gathering, four days commencing October 4. In VK3, the Yarra Valley Amateur Radio Group are holding a ham fest October 13. VK3, Ballarat Amateur Radio Group's Barg Hamvention, October 27. And in VK5, it's AHARS Buy and Sell, Marry and RSL, happens November 3. Phil Store has more. Advanced bookings for a table can be made with Roy Gabriel, VK5NRG, and his email address is VK5NRG at wia.org.au, or it can be made with Trevor Ridley, VK5TW, and his email address is vk 5 TW at wia.org.au. Cost of a table is $10 and public entry is $5 and includes two raffle tickets. The address is 31 to 29 Norfolk Road, Marion. 
South Australia. We're planning to have a car boot sale in the car park on the RSL club grounds. We, to sell in the car boot sale, you have to still have a seller's wristband, and to buy from these sellers, you will have to have a buyer's wristband. You will have to sign in and pay your fees. From VK5 across to VK3, Rosebud Radio Fest, November 17. Coming up next year on the 2020 social scene, Alarameet, October 2 to October 8, being held in sunny Bendigo, Victoria. Yes, planning for next year's Alarameet in Bendigo from the 2nd to the 8th of October is progressing well, and Alara is now looking for attendance expressions of interest. Now, this is not a binding booking, but Alara need an idea of numbers who may attend so they can start appropriate planning of venues, etc. Just visit the website alara.org.au and click on Alara Meet. Alara webmistress Lynn VK4SWE has put up some great pictures with the aid of .VK2DB, and these show the activities and places of interest that may be included in the weekend's event. Bendigo has so many things to see and do that it's more a case of what to leave out rather than what to include. Again, you'll find all the information you need on their website, alara.org.au. And with that, we've reached the end. This is Graham VK4BB. This is the WIA National News. Till next week, walk softly. From Australia, this has been VK1 WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service. On RF, we thank our rebroadcast team and you for listening. And remember, internet streaming and text of this news is available 24-7 at wia.org.au.